Hi friends, Kenny Jang here with the Church Online Podcast. We've got another episode uh, here. Today we're going to talk about how to make the best first impression for your church online. What are the first steps that you need to do in terms of taking care of your first impression? Um, before we go to the episode, let me just share a word about our sponsor for today's episode. And that is .church. .church is a top-level domain name that's used by tens of thousands of churches like uh, canvas.church and life.church and they use it to connect and engage with visitors online it's part of the identity digital portfolio and they have uh, the church domain names just like others that come with added security and phishing protection and uh, sitting across from me is dj chong the ambassador for church domain names and uh, he's known as a thought leader who basically helps churches and nonprofits learn how to use the latest digital technologies that are available to us today. DJ, welcome to the show today. Hey, it's wonderful to be back. Thank you for having me. Um, we've had some good conversations here, DJ, and I want to continue some of the threads. And I'm glad that you've made yourself available in your busy schedule. One of the first things that we always talk about um, I mean, there's, there's a couple of, you know, hot topics that most church leaders are really interested in. And one of them is first impressions, right? And so let's, mm -hmm. let's camp out on that topic today. Um, what, first of all, what do you think is, what's the big deal about first impressions? Why are church leaders so, um, obsessed or really focused on this all the time consistently? Well, there's a saying in common knowledge that we only have one chance to make a first impression. And so for visitors that come to a church experience, often it's fraught with uncertainty and discomfort and fear because people that don't go to church, stepping into a church is, it's, it's an unknown, it's an uncomfortable thing. They don't know the rituals, they don't know how they're supposed to walk and look and talk. And so to ease that experience, the first impression makes a big difference. So churches work really hard at, the parking lot experience, and then the greeting experience as people walk up to the entrance, make sure there's signage. And then as they enter the building, there's ushers to help people find their seats. So every step along the way makes a big difference in terms of a person's first impression. And if someone doesn't have a good first impression, then they, they've made the, they've actually made the decision before they hear the first word of the sermon. Many people have already decided uh, it doesn't quite feel right. I'm not comfortable. There's something not um, making a good first impression and they're not coming back. And so first impressions are very, very important for churches. Now, DJ, we know that churches work very hard, right, on this first impression thing. Um, it's really important, especially as you're trying to gather and build, build the church up. But um, what does the first impression look like when we're talking about online? You know, the is there a first impression online? What does that mean? Um, how should pastors be considering that? Yes. So first impression has moved from in-person to online, as we've experienced over the two past two and a half years with the global pandemic, where most churches were shut down. And everyone, nice experience center churches, had to present their online worship services through streaming or on-demand video. And uh, in fact, when I was part of a church plant back in 1998, 
uh, our church website was one of the top two ways people were finding out about our little church plant. First, first and no, no, second was word of mouth and word of mouse. So either people someone invited someone or people found us on the search engine. And that was nearly, uh, what, 30, 25, 25 years ago. Yeah. And now we've got iPhones, we've got iPads, we've got all this technology seamlessly weaved into our life, lifestyles. 97% of people, when they're looking for something uh, local, they're looking online through their search engine. And so the first impression has moved from the parking lot to the uh, web browser, whether that's on your mobile or your device and through the search engine. And so not only is that first impression happening at your church website, it's even the step before mm -hmm. that, before someone gets to the website. And what we're going to talk about is domain names and why that's important as a part of the first impression. Now, there are, there are pastors and there are leaders that always come up in conversation. They quote things like, you know, Hebrews, um, what is it, 1025, I think says, right? Like, we're not to be giving up meeting mm -hmm. together, right? As some in the habit of doing, uh, but encouraging one another, you know, and all the more mm -hmm. as you see the day approaching, et cetera. What would you say, like, isn't, what would you say to that crowd? Isn't the goal of, um, of a church website really primarily to get people to the worship service? Because that's where the church is gathering the people, per se? Well, it, it is a most important thing uh, for some churches to get people from the website to the uh, church building. However, there are 17 million people who will visit church websites uh, in a year and never visit a church building. And so those people that are those that your church can be reaching with the good news of Jesus Christ. And secondly, people are going to make that first impression, that judgment, that decision on whether to even visit your church at your church website. If they have a good experience there, if it's easy to find information, worship time and worship location, which for me, I visit a lot of churches. Um, I, I enjoy doing that. Uh, unusual, I know. I, I think I've, I'm, I you're, cannot you're, tell you how many times. Your moniker has been the church connoisseur at times, right? Right, DJ? Like trying to visit so many <laughs> I have. I have used that on a few occasions, and I've, um, I cannot tell you how many times it takes two or three or four clicks to find that worship time and to find that worship location. And churches make it so hard for me who wants to get to the church. And can you imagine how if you have any kind of friction and barrier for someone who's uncomfortable about going to church first time, um, what a lost opportunity and turnoff it would be for those people. And then here, here's the thing. So before a person even gets to a church website, there's a first step, first impression even before that, and that's the domain name. So when people are searching for a website or searching for information on the web, they're typing it into their search engine. Most people still use Google, and they're browsing very quickly for a result that matches what they're looking for. Microsoft did some research a while back. They found there's that people are 25% more likely to click on a uh, search result that matches what they're looking for. So if your church domain name matches your church name, you have a potential to reach 25% more clicks. 
And that is an opportunity you do not want to miss out. Absolutely. And brevity matters or clarity matters. And um, I think I think just mm -hmm. putting a spotlight on this detail that I think it's easy to casually dismiss, but everything starts with just how you get identified and your name and, you know, your addresses, that first piece is just <laughs> those small nuances, I think that matter. If you are serious and really want to take advantage of everything that Google and the internet has to offer you. I guess this is just the first place that we would do that, right? So, um, in terms of first impressions, though, like um, I played a, together a little quiz. Okay, let's do it. I love quizzes, DJ. <laughs> hey, Kenny, I put together a little quiz to show you how a first impression on a domain can make okay. a difference. So, if you see a web result that says gateway.com, what do you think of? Um, gateway well it could be anything it could be uh it could be the computer company it could be like a metaphor for mm -hmm. i don't know like a consulting company i don't know like it could be anything well okay gateway.com the dot com indicates a commercial company or a company and then over the um, decades it's become kind of a generic for any website like you were yeah. saying well gateway.com does go to the gateway computer company, which you and I are old enough. Back in the day, it was the ones with the big cow yeah. branding on yeah. the boxes and mail order computers, yeah. pre-internet days, ancient, ancient I doubt. I, I doubt my high school son knows what gateway computers are. So it's a, it would be a guess for him. Well, <laughs> well, and, and so they, they apparently it's still around. Um, and I was happening to read a magazine article the other day about Toshiba. Toshiba laptops are no longer around. They were bought out by Sharp and rebranded. And so they were one of the first laptop companies and very reliable back in the day. And I don't know if you had one of those. And now we're in the days of talking about MacBooks. <laughs> Anyways, we, we diverge a little bit. So a, a second URL. Gateway.org. What do you think that one is? And you might have a shot at this because this is in your home state. This is in my home state. Gateway.org, New Jersey. I don't know. It's it's some nonprofit, I would think, but I don't know what the purpose is. Yeah, .org stand. Yes, .org stand for some kind of nonprofit. This particular one is the Gateway Pregnancy Center in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Yeah, that's right by me. But again, it would be a guess. Yes. Okay. And then here we go. So if you saw the domain name gateway.church, boy, what do you think that would <laughs> Well, that's, that's uh, pretty simple, <laughs> pretty clear, right? Like, I think that's, that's, I think the, the reason why domain names matter, I think, right? But it's obviously a church. If I yes. heard about the church, it's probably easy for me and, to remember that URL too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gateway, uh, Gateway Church is actually a very prominent church in Texas, one of the largest ones in Texas, and they're currently using that domain name, not to its maximum, but they, they're holding on to it and they're having it redirect to their old URL, which is gatewaypeople.com. Hmm. So if, if there was a way I could speak to their pastor, Pastor Robert Morris, 
fantastic pastor, taught me a lot about generosity, and they're doing fantastic ministry. Love Michael Jr. being there and bringing some laughter and joy to us uh, through Christian comedy. It's a very simple change in the uh, website configuration to have gatewaypeople.com redirect to gateway.church and begin that process of using gateway.church as part of your branding, part of your alignment, and part of your communication and call to action so people can engage more deeply with your church activities. I guess, you know, um, having that redirect is that first easy step. And I think there's some stat that says like, um, I don't know what percentage, but like of the top 100 largest churches, the majority of them are actually using a dot church either as the main one or like life church or canvas dot church, et cetera. Uh, but yes. or a redirect, right? The majority yes. of uh, the largest churches are using them right now. Yeah, not not quite majority yet, but we're looking at thirty five percent and growing. And so, the um, the tech industry is very excited to see That's that. That's nice. And again, I think this is one of the one I <laughs> here's the quiz: How much is a dot church domain name? It's not a lot. It's not like a thousand dollars, right? Like most domain names for a dot church is, no. is it's a very affordable thing. It's probably something you probably don't even need yeah, authorization like- from, you know, the, the accounting department, right? <laughs> That's right. It's around $50 a year for yeah. most uh, dot church domain names. So it's not much at all. Well, in terms of first impressions, I think, I think yes. you're right. Like we should be thinking about the domain name and how, we might be using the domain name um, both as a primary. I think that might be probably the clearest and the easiest way to identify your church. Um, but there's probably many other ways to use it. And I'd love mm-hmm. to figure out maybe if you, to invite you back and to brainstorm or to share some of the things of how other churches are managing the you know the dot church domain name um, you know in, in other ways. But in terms of first impressions, um, DJ, can you just like maybe share some like Summarize some of the pieces that go into making the best first impression online for a church. Yes. So we've talked about how the website experience needs to be uh, clear and engaging so people can find the information that they want. And I also know churches um, that want to bring together the inspiration and the information. So so the church website needs to be inspiring and informative both at the same time. So good web design, good uh, performance. Uh, we're going to dig a bit more into that in uh, a different episode about you know, having the best website experience. But before a person can even get to the website, you need a good web address. And so we've talked about the .church domain name being the uh, clearest and the best, um, and I know I'm biased, uh, do- domain extension to help churches be identified as a church, clearly proclaim who you are and get that alignment and get that best impression so that people will come to your church nice. website. Now, um, I w- again, I would love to see some ways that we could actually increase engagement using URLs, like thinking through that process, because I think tactically, practically, mm-hmm. if we need to convince leadership and a senior pastor, et cetera, um, we, we probably need mm-hmm. some good ideas or some good examples. So maybe next time you come back, we can talk about ways of increasing engagement um, yes. from the URL level. Um, but in the meantime, right. share with us, like, what is the best place to actually look up and actually see if a dot .church domain name is available locally for our own church? 
Yeah, the web address is name.church is the place to find your domain name for your church, name.church. And as we are speaking, there's a limited time, low price discount that's available for churches and listeners of Church Tech Today. And of course, .church domain names is available at any of the popular re retail registrars where you can buy awesome. domain names, GoDaddy, Google, Namecheap, and awesome. wherever else. Well, um, thank you, DJ, for spending some time with us today. Everybody, we'd love to get your questions on domain names. Um, DJ is an expert in this area and has extensive experience with ICANN and registrars and registries and redirects and all that kind of stuff. So um, we would love to hear your feedback. Email me at Kenny at Church Tech Today with your questions and we'll consider it for a future episode. But in the meantime, um, stay tuned because next next time I'm going to sit down with DJ and hopefully he'll be able to share with us um, a couple different ways to actually increase engagement online. Um, using the domain name and content, etc. That topic of digital engagement is so important to us today. And we'll do that next time here on the Church Online Podcast. DJ Chuang, thank you so much for being with me today. I'm Kenny Jang. We'll see you here next time on the Church Online Podcast.